It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the PHNX Suns podcast show brought to you by DraftKings. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is America's top-rated sportsbook app, and it's live in Arizona. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code PHNX when signing up to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game this week. I'm Lindsay Smith, and I'm joined by Gerald Borgay, Saul Bookman, and Espo, and today we're going to the Purple People's Court. What you are witnessing isn't real. The participants are not actors, as you can tell by their lack of acting ability. They aren't actual legal litigants with a case pending in Arizona Municipal Court. Both parties have agreed to dismiss their non-existent court cases and have their disputes settled here before Emmy Award-winning judge Lindsey Smith in our form, The Purple People's Court. Welcome to my courtroom. Today we are hearing the case of who should be inducted into the Suns Ring of Honor first, Amari Stoudemire or Sean Marion. Arguing for Stoudemire is the one and only Espo. Ahoy hoy. And arguing for Marion is Gerald, the resident nerd. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, after proceedings, our juror Saul Bookman will make the final verdict. Are you all ready? Oh, absolutely. Let's do we do, this. do we have to refer to you as your honor? Yes. All right. <laughs> We're in her courtroom now. <laughs> oh, man. She was very, she laid that very shit down for me. She's like, I'm the right. boss. Espo, let's hear your opening remarks. What you got? Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, I, <laughs> I love I, this. <laughs> I, I am very uh, honored to be here in your courtroom to present the case for Amari Stoudemire to be the next inducted in the Sun's Ring of Honor. The case is quite simple. Amari Stoudemire was the second best player on the second best Suns team of all time. There's no argument about it. Steve Nash was number one on those seven seconds or less Suns, and number two was Amari Stoudemire. He had the star power, he had the highlight plays, and he had the statistics that made him, above anybody else, a fantastic number two on that team. 21.4 points, 8.9 rebounds a game, 1.4 blocks, 1.3 assists. I could rattle through a whole list of things. Gerald's going to try to tell you that that somehow Sean Marion, despite the fact that he never was on the level of Amari Stoudemire, deserves this honor more. But there was not a man that personified what these seven seconds or less sons meant more 
than Amari Stoudemire, his high-flying dunks. He made Steve Nash an MVP. His roles on those pick-and-rolls made Steve Nash an MVP. It was the perfect partner, the Robin to Steve Nash's Batman in the way Amari played. And I just don't think there's any argument that could convince me otherwise that he wasn't the best and that could convince Saul Bookman, our esteemed juror. You don't have to convince yourself. Well, you got to convince me. Well, <laughs> sometimes I have to convince myself. Well, I don't know if I believe the argument. I mean, I fully believe this argument you know, that I'm presenting before the court. I wouldn't lie in front of a judge, whether she's a real judge or not. I wouldn't lie in front of her. And look, Amari was the, the number nine overall pick, one rookie of the year, was a six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA a selection, a four-time player of the month. He spent eight of his 14 seasons in Phoenix, and he had a 50-point and a 49-point game in a Phoenix Suns uniform. He has some of the best highlight reel dunks we've ever seen in the franchise, as Mr. Bookman uh, and, and Mr. Borgay actually pointed out on yesterday's episode, on, on uh, what are we, t- when, Wednesday's episode <laughs> of uh, this uh, fantastic program, that we have here. Uh, Amari was just next level exciting. And I don't think there's anything that could, uh, could convince a jury otherwise that he does not uh, deserve to be that next, uh, next man in the ring of honor. You've got Steve Nash in there. It's time to put Amari Stoudemire, his pick and roll running mate in there with him. Wow. That was a lot. That was a, a thick <laughs> If you know anything, if you if you know C's. anything about your jury, you know that they have a very short attention span. <laughs> and about thirty seconds in, I lost all attention. Well, <laughs> well good. Carol? The first thirty seconds were my best thirty seconds of that argument. That's so. oh, okay. Damn it! I thought you were going to set me up. All right, keep going, Gerald. What you got? Uh, thank you, Your Honor, gentlemen of the jury. I have to present this case as simply as possible, knowing what I know now about your attention span. Yes, yes. But it's pretty simple. Both of these players deserve to be in the ring of honor, but Sean Marion deserves to go first. Why? Because he came here first, because he was the forgotten son, and because he left here first. He left the sons first, he retired first, and the way that he left is important. And it's important for the Valley to realize, for these Suns fans who have been disenfranchised with this owner, to realize that when you perform for this team, even though this team doesn't have a championship, when you are an all-time great in this franchise you will be rewarded for it. So it's not whether Amari deserves it more. It's whether Sean Marion deserves it first because he left here first. He was here first. And he's the type of guy that you cannot forget. He's a top five all-time son. And we'll get into the evidence later. But this is a guy that you cannot leave out because we know Amari's going to be there. But with the way that this relationship ended between Sean Marion and this franchise, you need to tell him, to tell the world, to tell Suns fans that we have not forgotten the past that these feel-good vibes in the present are going to continue and that we're going to amend the mistakes we made way back in the day. Thank you. Wow. That was good. (laughs) Pulling on the heartstrings from the jump. (laughs) Gerald. Saul, do you have any um, questions as the one and only juror? I do not. Not yet because we haven't gotten into the evidence yet. So uh, based off of opening remarks, I would say that um, I have no questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get into presenting your evidence, gentlemen. 
share some stats, some emotions, some things that you D- think will build your case. Gerald, I went first and last, so you can last time, so you can go first. This Thank time. you. What an esteemed Ooh. prosecution we're court? facing I here. Know. I don't but, think so, but okay. I, I think I think this is a kangaroo court, so we can do what we, <laughs> what we see fit. I'm being polite. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Your Honor. If I may approach the bench, uh, it's pretty simple. Sean Marion matters more to the Suns. Objection, hearsay. <laughs> I don't think you have to pr- approach the bench. You can just stay where yeah, you are. Yeah, I don't know why you're coming up here. Like, stay back there. Look, I, I objected. I think that's hearsay. Um, that, that what you're saying about Sean there. There's there's no evidence to back that up. I have the evidence right here. Oh. So here's the thing. Longevity is a thing that matters when you're talking about something like the Ring of Honor. And the fact that Sean Marion ranks sixth in games played, second in minutes, third in field goals, fifth in three-pointers. He's top five in steals, blocks, points, rebounds per game, steals per game, player efficiency rating. Every advanced stat that you could list off, and I'm not going to bore our juror because I know his eyes are going to glaze over in a minute. (laughs) What do you you mean? They already have. (laughs) But I'm showing him now off screen the list of stats where he ranks in top top 10, and he ranks ahead of Amari Stoudemire in every single stat that I listed except for one. He played 7,000 more minutes in a Suns uniform than Amari Stoudemire did. Four-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA selection. You know, he's one of those guys that was, in one season, the only player to rank in the top 25 for points, rebounds, steals, blocks, and minutes. The fact that he never got an all-defensive team is a travesty, but we shouldn't forget the guy that was the best defender on all of those sec- those uh, seven seconds or less Suns teams because when you think of the Suns, you think of offense. You think of Steve Nash. You think of Dunks. You think of Amari. When you think of Sean Marion, you think of all well-rounded player, and this is a guy that needs to get that kind of honor. He's a guy that we cannot forget about because of what he did on both ends of the court. And that makes him unique. It makes him special. And because he was here at the start of that seven seconds or less, it's one of those things where he needs to go first. Being the best defender on a team known for not playing defense is like being the skinniest kid at fat camp. Ain't nobody care, Gerald. That's where it is. All right. Are we fat shaming us though? Do I need to is, call order? Is, in the is he? Yeah, is he like out of line there, <laughs> Judge? I mean, he just started going on a rant. He wasn't even called upon. Like, how do we even know Gerald was done? I got. I got to see what the, like, what holy the judge crap. will allow. Oh my god! Like you do hit the gavel there. I had it in the beginning, but oh I just goodness. lost it. Because your eyes glazed over just like mine. That's why. <laughs> I, you did present some very good evidence, Espo. Now you may present your evidence. <laughs> the the counter argument is simple. Mm-hmm. The Ring of Honor is about the fans. It's not about a list of statistics that nobody cares about, all right? Mm-hmm. It is purely about fan entertainment and who the fans loved most, and that was Amari Stoudemire. There's a reason that Sean Marion was the forgotten man, because fans were too enthralled by Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire to pay... A, full attention and probably appropriate attention to Sean Marion. I won't disagree with you on that point that, that he was forgotten and probably deserved more attention, but this isn't about who deserved more attention. This is about who deserves to go up in that ring of honor next. I have a question. Yes. As, as the jury, uh, does as a fan, should it bother me more or less that Amari Stoudemire went to the Knicks and Sean Marion went to the Dallas Mavericks. You start. Well, thank you, because that was actually one of my pieces of evidence that I was going to present here to you. I, 
Sean Marion forced his way out of Phoenix. He said he did not want to be here anymore. He demanded a trade. In fact, he slandered those great seven seconds or less teams on a Ringer podcast saying that they were predictable, that they didn't win because of Steve and Amari, and that they were too predictable in that. Uh, he said, no wonder everybody said we were predictable. If you go back and you look at this stuff, a lot of coaches and staff, they were all like, ah, oh, we knew we, we were going to beat y'all in a playoff series. Y'all predictable. All y'all did uh, do four out, one in. Amari's going to screen and roll with Steve, and he's going to probe until he finds something. Objection. Objection to what? <laughs> me reading? Because yes. it's devastating to my case. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's also very, very hard to listen to. It's very hard to listen to Espo try to speak slang. I'm, I'm just reading. I'm simply try, reading a quote. And maybe I'll edit it out and put in the actual audio when we edit this episode. But the point being... Sean Marion didn't want to be here anymore. He forced his way out of Phoenix, and he subjected us all to dealing with watching Shaquille O'Neal play with the fastest team in the NBA. But my question was, should it bother me more that the, that he that Amari Stoudemire went to the Knicks, or should it bother me more that he went to the Mavericks? It, should, it wasn't about who left and how they left, but the teams that they left to. Okay. It should bother you more that he went that Marion went to the Mavericks and won a title in the conference that they fought so long to get to the finals and win one with against a team that they went up against and fought against. He and now he considers himself a Maverick. He does not consider himself a son. He's always around Dallas, rarely in Phoenix. It, these things matter. These these perceptions matter with fans, and that's why Sean Marion should go in after Amari Stoudemire. Amari wanted to stay here. The Suns just refused to pay the money that he wanted, so he took the best offer from the Knicks. All right, Gerald, I'll let you have yeah, a rebuttal. Those are all fair points, and I think it does matter that Sean Marion forced his way out. I think it also matters that the reason that he forced his way out is because he was included in trade talks with Kevin Garnett in a three-team deal that summer, and the Suns didn't want to play ball with him on a contract extension. So the reason that he left was because, in classic fashion, the Suns pushed Sean Marion away. They pushed him out when they could have kept him in Phoenix, and that is why he left the way that he did. I don't hold it against Goran Dragic that he left the way that he did and said bad things about the Suns after the fact. I don't hold it against a lot of these players that have left the Suns in recent years because of that, that schism between players and management that James Jones is just now fixing. And that is crucial to my case because I believe that that is the exact type of perception, the exact type of relationship that needs to be repaired. I think that is ugly, and that's why we've heard Sean Marion say such nasty things about the Suns after the fact, is that there's still bitterness there. There's still resentment there. I object. Yes. Because you're bringing What's in... What's your objection? Hold, hold, I, please, I, I, obje hold I object because Thank what you, he's Honor. saying is, is not factual. The, the, the perception about the Suns came after all this. This was Steve Kerr as general manager, which was very player friendly. There was not the the perception under Steve Kerr were you, as a were general you there? manager. I've been in this town forever. I've no, been, but were you there? Do you know? No, that for I was. A fact? I was not. Is that hearsay? No, I've talked to people that were in the situation. That's, that's hearsay. Overruled. Uh, so <laughs> they're both hearsay. Throw them all out. I don't want definite. You're all out of order. This whole court's out of order. <laughs> order in my court. 
Ethel's gone off the rails. Throw man. him in contempt. He does not give a shit about the rules. <laughs> I hold myself yeah, in contempt. I'm about to end this thing just by saying, you know, I'm going to go with Gerald because this guy's out of control. in my court. It's over, overruled. Is that the right word? Yes. Okay. Overruled. No, I'm not allowing it. It's hearsay. <laughs> But Espo, I will allow you to prevent or present evidence in favor of Amari because so far a lot of it has been in opposition of Sean. I would like to hear why Amari more. Well, simply you look at it and what he was able to do despite having injuries, despite not playing the amount of games for for the Suns as Sean Marion did, his impact on the court was bigger. Uh, he averaged more points. He was, like I said, the second best player on the most exciting team in the NBA and was a big reason that that seven seconds or less team was as electric as they were. And not only did he come back from those injuries, he came back as athletic as he was before despite microfracture. This guy electrified crowds. Fans loved him. When he looked at the jerseys uh, at sales, Amari was up there. I always with Steve Nash in terms of sons being said. And I, I have another piece of evidence uh, that I'd like to submit to our juror. He has the greatest poster I've ever seen. It's it's Amari, and it's, he's a paint store owner, and it says owner of the paint. It was a special Nike poster, and I think that adds to his legacy. I think it's spectacular. Objection, relevance. Well. In an audio format where our viewers cannot see, well, the, see that's this how well about, this argument is. Hey, this isn't this isn't about the audience. It's about Saul. Picture, if that's you will, fair. picture, if you will, Amari laying back in a chair <laughs> in a Mad Men costume <laughs> with with paint cans that are actually the colors of all the opponents he dunked on. All Actual right. fact about that poster. Before we take a brief recess, I will allow our juror to ask any questions he has to this point or for you guys to prevent any smaller pieces of evidence before we uh, call each of you to the stand as a witness. Uh, here's a question. Who was, more in, who was more important, and I know we t- we're talking about overall, but who was more important to getting the Suns as close as they could to a championship? Uh, a piece of evidence to present it to you, the – the closest that they got in that seven seconds or less era was after Sean Marion left. It was that 2010 series against the Lakers okay, with so, Amari. So does the fact that Amari stepped on the court and got bounced not count? I don't think it should count against him. Wouldn't you want a guy that's going to go out and try to protect your best player when there's a cheap shot like a Robert Ory? Where was Sean during that? He was on the court, wasn't he? Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't going towards Steve. I like I like a guy my second best should be going after to protect my first best when he when he gets a cheap shot like that. The league is the blame for what happened to Amari, not not Amari. I don't know if I would want my second best going after. I would want like my your third my best like players. Sean. I would want my bench players who if they get tossed it's not that big of a deal doing it. Yeah. You need a bruiser for that one. Yeah. Gerald? Gerald? I think you could argue the Suns would have been just as close the year that Amari got that suspension, a Sean Marion year. If not for that suspension, that team would have won it all. 
speculation. Just, just because they didn't make the conference finals. Uh, sustained. It is speculation. <laughs> That's fair. But but we're all speculating. He said that he thinks the 2010 team would have been closer. No, they That's were. Speculation. They were actually closer <laughs> by definition. <laughs> they were in the Western Conference Finals. All right, fair point. And, and lost in game six. <laughs> That's that's factual, Jared. But but the Suns made two conference finals before Sean Marion left. So with, if we're doing conference finals, they made two with Sean Marion, one with just Amari. Who else was on the team? Amari was on the team. I yeah. won't deny you that. Yeah. But so, the question so, is. So Amari made three. <laughs> but after but after Marion left, he only made one more after making two. They never got back to that same height. The 2010 team was a surprise. We can't forget that. They were an absolute yes, surprise. In part because of the reemergence of Amari Stoudemire and how dominant he was and, in that year. And how long did we, it last? It lasted until Robert Sarver <laughs> wouldn't pay Amari Stoudemire. Sounds similar to Sean Marion, which happened before. Yeah, but Amari was <laughs> Amari was super nice when he left, and Marion was not. I have a question. Sure. <laughs> Your honor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> did Sean ever say anything publicly about the fan base or just the organization? His quote on the way out, and I looked this up, was, I love my son's fans, but I have to do what's best for me as far as requesting the trade was concerned. I don't know about after the fact, but when he was in the thick of it, when he was demanding his trade because he was upset that he had been involved in trade talks, he said, I love the the fans in the Valley, but I have to do what's best for me. Espo, do you have a rebuttal that's not hearsay, but evidence? Action speaks louder than words. He demanded a trade after his playing days. He identifies as a Dallas Maverick and not with the Suns. He's not around. If the fans meant that much, he would he would be around. Was Amari, he welcomed? I, I don't know. I'd be speculating. If Isn't I, this if I the kind that. of olive branch that could repair that relationship and it, should repair that relationship? It could. And that olive branch can still come after Amari goes but in first. But if you put Amari in first, doesn't that send the message that, yeah, we know you're you're out there, Sean Marion, but we're going to take care of this other guy first, who also left after the fact. And didn't he didn't he re-sign with the Knicks at the very end, Amari, for that one-day contract at the end of his career to retire a Nick? I honestly don't remember, and I'd be speculating or lying if I told you he didn't. And you're going to look it up, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> my guess is, yes, he probably did. All right, well, Jared's looking that up. <laughs> Saul, do you have any other questions before we move? Amari identifies as a Nick if he's signing a one-day contract with the Knicks to retire as a Nick. Okay. I think he... I'm not going to argue that that would be (laughs) speculation or hearsay or whatever's going to get me yelled at by the judge, so... I don't yell. I don't have any questions at this time because, uh, yeah, no, let's go. All right, so what we're going to do now... We're going to take a brief recess to allow you all to prepare to call each other as witnesses. And while we do that, I'm going to tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook app. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, reliable, and secure, and it makes it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. DraftKings is also giving all customers who sign up right now A shot to double their money if Arizona or Minnesota scores one point. Yes, just one point during this Sunday's football game. So hurry and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And also be sure to use the promo code PHNX when you sign up 
to receive $200 in free bets when you place just a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PHNX to get your $200 in free bets instantly. 21 and up, Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only for free bet promotion, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. Eligibility. <laughs> Eligibility. Eligibility restrictions apply. Max $50 wager for no-brainer offer. One per customer. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Now, I also want to remind you guys, if you are not a member of PHNX Sports yet, you can become one by heading to gophnx.com. Becoming a member not only gets you access to all of our written content, but it gets you exclusive members-only deals on our merchandise every single week. And if you haven't seen that yet, you got to check it out over at phnxlocker.com. You'll also get access to our members-only Discord, where you can talk sports with your fellow PHNX members and all of us. And if you love what we're doing over here and you want to help support us on this journey, become a member of the family today. You'll either get a free t-shirt of your choice from the PHNX Locker or your first month for just 50 cents, depending on which option you choose. If you're not really ready to become a member just yet, we're still happy you're here, but you can support us by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at PHNX underscore sports. We appreciate you all for tuning in and joining us on this journey. All right, guys. Are you ready to call each other to the stand? Yes. Yes. Yes, Your Honor. Since you said Your Honor, Gerald, <laughs> you get to pick if you would like to call Espo first or if you would like Espo to call you first. Um, I'll call Espo to the stand first. Okay. Ooh. This should be fun. Are Go you on. putting are you putting your hand on the Bible and swearing to tell the truth, oh, yeah. the whole truth, and nothing we, but the truth? Do we have some kind of sun, something that represents the sun's Bible? Oh, nobody can, nobody can, nobody can, nobody nobody can, Bible nobody can see it anyway, yes, but yes. you don't have to get up and physically do it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> he was about to reach over for the basketball. Like, <laughs> nobody can see you. All right. So my first question, Espo, is isn't it true that outside of Amari and Sean Marion, there are no lingering Suns players from the past that absolutely have to be in this discussion as far as who gets into the Ring of Honor next. Uh, I don't believe that's necessarily true. I think you could make an argument for Hall of Famer Charlie Scott okay. uh, from back in the in the day could uh, could deserve a spot here uh, as as a great. I would honor. I would argue. Uh, and, and some people debate this because I don't if it's the Suns Ring of Honor or if it's more of a basketball Ring of Honor. But I feel like DT, Penny Taylor, those kind deserve a spot there uh, as well. If we're honoring basketball as a whole in that building, okay. Is it fair to say that if Charlie Scott was going to happen, it would have happened already? Well, or is I'd that speculation? So. Okay, uh, I, I would imagine so. You could also make the argument that the same could be said for. Sean and Amari since Steve went in six years ago. That's very fair. So would you say, though, out of all the lingering players that you would consider Ring of Honor worthy that Amari and, and Matrix are the top two? Yes. Okay. And didn't this conversation for this entire people's court stem from the Memphis Grizzlies doing right by their guys and putting Zach Randolph and Tony Allen into like their own, this is going. own discussion mm -hmm. and retiring their jerseys? Correct. That That is something that you brought up, and I said, yes, we should do this as a people's court. <laughs> yes, that was my idea. You are correct. 
Very good. So we agree that this whole the whole purpose of this is deciding to honor players that need to be honored for the contributions that they gave. Because as great as Zebo, as much as Zebo and Tony Allen mean to the Grizzlies, what Amari and Matrix did in Phoenix meant much more. Would would you say that's fair to say? Correct. Okay. So my next question for you would then be who left first of the three who left the Suns, who or who left the league first of the three was it steve nash amari stoudemire or sean marion i believe it was marion it was actually so who retired first excuse me it was nash followed by marion followed by amari stoudemire and we've already established that matrix left the Suns before amari stoudemire so if these are the two remaining guys that need to get into the Suns ring of honor and if they're the last floaters, if you will, and one of them left first and Steve Nash is already in who retired first and Sean Marion retired next in terms of precedence, if we're trying to make sure that no one gets forgotten, who of the two would you say needs to get in? If only one could get in, is that the question? Next. No, we both know they're both going to well, get in. They both I've, deserve to get in. I've already made the case that Amari Stoudemire is the one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that just went. I was like, what are you talking about? I thought you had, <laughs> yeah, I thought you had some like <laughs> Catch-22 catch coming. Like, you, I was ready for it, Gerald. Because were you hoping? I just the, went, Sean Marion. <laughs> the whole point is. Aha! <laughs> the whole point is. Got you! <laughs> Objection. I'm getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, order in the court. Order in the court. The whole, I don't know which one is worse. Thank you, Your Honor. Him stumbling or him just being so outrageous. I'm like, I, I don't know. The whole point of my argument is we decided to do this podcast for the sole purpose of saying, look, the Grizzlies are retiring these two guys. We need to do the same for our two guys. Which one retired first? Sean Marion. Isn't it it's true? as simple isn't as it, that. Isn't it true that chickens it's as have simple eggs? simple as that. And isn't it true that eggs produce chickens? <laughs> but which one came which first? Which one's first? There you go, Espo. Gotcha. What? The one labeled Sean Marion came first. <laughs> may, may I, may I counter-examine? Um, are you done? Yes, cross-examine all your yes. life. He's, throwing, you he's definitely throwing in the flag right now. Gerald, if your argument is that the Memphis Grizzlies are putting both of those guys in this year, isn't your argument also that Sean Marion and Amari Stoudemire should go in together if your whole premise is based on what the Grizzlies are doing with their two guys? Well, we know that Robert Sarver will never put them in together at the same time because uh, uh, you could do two different events and wait, make way more money that objection. way. Objection. On what grounds? On yeah. the grounds that <laughs> right. it's cheaper to do one event and spending money is the problem. So I don't think he would. I think he'd actually enjoy the idea. I feel like ticket sales event. go up. Uh, it's debatable. <laughs> I don't know what to rule on this. So let's just say move on. <laughs> so, so your whole premise in, in what you were getting me at is mm -hmm. Memphis is putting two guys in. So Sean Marion should go in with the Suns. It feels like what you're saying is Amari and Sean should go in at the same time. No, my premise is that we decided to do this whole thing because we saw the Grizzlies treating their own guys right and the Suns still have these two incredible all-stars who don't go in. And guess what? We all know Amari's going to be in that ring of honor. Sean Marion, because their relationship is rockier than that, because it's a little bit longer ago, because of just the nature of the way that he left, we don't know for a fact that Sarver and the Suns are going to do the right thing eventually. So if you put Amari in first, you are sending a really bad message that says, we still let players slip through the cracks. 
we still haven't fixed these. We haven't exercised these demons from our past because we all know Amari's going to get in. We know that like he was the second hand guy to Steve Nash, like you said. But we don't know that Marion's going to get in if he's ever going to get that for sure. And I feel like it's time to send that message to repair that bridge and to ride these good vibes that we have right now with a stable front office that like, you know what, the Suns do take care of their own, even though they had a a very rough 10 year stretch in that that, regard. That's fair. But you what's the most important thing in basketball from a basketball perspective? What's the goal to win to win what? A championship. Okay. Your your main part of the argument was Sean Marion became disgruntled and forced his way out because of what? Because they tried to trade him and they did him dirty. Tried to trade him for who? For Kevin Garnett. When Kevin Garnett was traded, what did that team that he was traded to do right away? They won a title. Okay. In your mind, if you were a general manager, would you have traded Sean Marion for Kevin Garnett at that moment if you were trying to win a title? Objection. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. So but, you can go. But the Mavericks didn't win a championship, and then they acquired Sean Marion. Who was the seventh guy on the roster. Whatever. They still won a championship. That's, that's fair. <laughs> but I'm, I'm asking, his whole premise of his argument defending Sean Marion wanting to leave the Valley was that the Suns offered him up in a trade for Kevin Garnett. Now, if all you want for your team to do and your team's front office to do is attempt to win a championship, would Kevin Garnett have gotten that team closer than Sean Marion wound up getting them? Absolutely. But they also, that was also coupled with not wanting to come to the negotiating table and give him a contract extension. Okay. So it's not in either or situation. But you, both. you presented your argument with the, with the, it was okay he asked for, for a trade because they tried to trade him was the main argument. But you agreed that the team would have been doing what was right by their fan base and by by the team because Kevin Garnett could have won him a championship. Yes, but I think it's also fair that if we're talking about fans, there were a lot of fans that were devastated when Sean Marion left and that, that Kevin Garnett trade didn't happen. So this is all hypothetical. If the trade had happened and he had been pissed off, that'd be one thing. But the trade didn't even happen, so all that they did was piss off one of their best franchise players ever, not extend him, and then suddenly hold him out of the ring of honor for years because of it. Were you were you a Suns fan during the seven seconds or less days? Mm-hmm. Who was, other than Steve Nash, who was your favorite son? Remi- remember, you were under oath here. I'm under in oath. people's court. And I will tell you it was Sean Marion with I a straight face. I think he's face. lying, so I object. <laughs> I will go back and find a picture. Objection, of him speculation. In the <laughs> All right. Do you have more questions, Esther? Uh, no. God, no. <laughs> Jesus. We've gone 45 minutes on this. We haven't gone 45 minutes. We, re- we started recording way late. So we're not 45. Way minutes. late. Okay. <laughs> I will allow a closing argument. There you go. Mm-hmm. Keep it less than a minute. Yeah, I was going to say under a minute. Uh, Espo, go ahead. Way, Espo's going to be. <laughs> Reading his epic poem over here for three hours. <laughs> I'm not the one that read every advanced metric. gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> I didn't even not... read them all. Objection. <laughs> can we can can we get a new juror? <laughs> I feel like there's bias already. It's too late. It's too late. We're already in the thick of it. There are no mistrials in this uh, court. Gerald, would you like me to make the final argument to start? Is that... Go ahead, Espo. Okay. Look, Amari Stoudemire had more on-court success than Sean Marion. 
was a bigger fan favorite and got the Suns further than Sean Marion did in his time here. Longevity deserves to be recognized. The fact that a guy is high in in categories because of that longevity uh, deserves to be recognized. I'm not arguing that Sean Marion does not deserve to be in the ring of honor. But Amari Stoudemire, his impact on the franchise, his impact on the sport, the highlights he left, the things that people remember about him, there's a reason that Sean Marion at times is the forgotten son because he's not as memorable. And the Ring of Honor is all about honoring guys that are memorable to the fan base, and that is the definition of stat Amari Stoudemire's time in Phoenix. Thank you. Um, Sean Marion is the forgotten son, and we need to fix that. You know, you might be able to say that he's forgotten for a reason, and I strongly disagree with that sentiment. I think that's the whole point of being a Suns fan is and putting people in the Ring of Honor is remember the guys that need to be remembered. And if he is the forgotten son, he absolutely needs to be remembered. You know, you can argue both of these guys need to be in there, and they will be, and they should be. But Sean Marion's the guy that left first. He's the one that was out of the league first. He's the guy that should be up first next. And he was here before Nash, before Amari. He was the one who laid the groundwork because without Sean Marion, maybe Steve Nash doesn't sign here. Maybe you don't have the seven seconds or less era at all. And that is the guy that should be honored. He shouldn't be forgotten, especially with this franchise's perception for losing guys and for pushing guys away. This is a bridge that needs to be mended, and it should be mended first before the no-brainer guy that we all know is coming gets inducted in. We're Singular. talking about Dragon Bender, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Singular member of the jury. Yes. What's your verdict? So after careful consideration. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. I, <laughs> I, I will say this. I think that uh, while Amari Stoudemire had uh, the highest in the, the highest peak of the two, um, I think play-wise, definitely the more exciting player. Um, definitely the more memorable player. However, there's not a Suns fan in the universe that if you say the words Sean Marion to, they somehow don't know who that is. Like that just is irrelevant. Now we might forget him in a historical context, but I think from a, a fan base perspective, I think everybody respects the work that Sean Marion did and the longevity as a son specifically, I think shows that, Sean Marion should be the first one inducted into the Ring of Honor. I object. <laughs> Your Honor, can you overrule nope, uh, the no juror? No objections. <laughs> Court is adjourned. Yay, thank Congratulations, God. Congratulations, you guys. Let me say this. You're 100% right, Gerald. Well, thank you. And this was this was a very difficult argument. I know. You had the harder one, for sure. <laughs> because I agree. I, and Saul, you made the right choice. In the end. You guys did a really good job, though. I'll give you that. That oh, was fun. That was entertaining just, the, to The stats to. alone, like, he's top 10 in just about every category. Well, yeah. It is every category yeah. in Suns yeah. history. And then you throw in things like people made fun of his three-point shot, but <laughs> he made a lot of them. It was yeah. still effective. <laughs> you know? He has and a cooler so, nickname, too. Yeah. I, didn't, I, was good I didn't want to bring it up. The Matrix, too, like, uh. sure. the Matrix is, is an unbelievable nickname and perfect and, since he came in the and, same year that movie came And the out. flaws with some of these arguments, right? Mm. You were talking about, yeah, like being the best defender on, on the worst defensive team in basketball is like being the skittiest kid at fat camp. I'm like, well, I would agree. 
Just imagine what that team would have been without oh, Sean Marion. I was him. expecting Gerald to hit me back with that yeah. in the in the cross examination. I got to yeah. be honest; like yeah. it's a tough argument to make because that was the biggest flaw in Amari's game too was the defense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and the rebounding. Like I, I, that's another one. Amari could have been a better rebounder mm-hmm. than Marion. He just didn't put in the effort to do that. And so uh, you know, it, it's a tough argument to make. They both really the answer is. They Both. should go in at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah. the right way to do it, and they all should have. Nash, Amari, and Marion should have all gone in at the same time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would make for a really fun celebration. I think everyone in Phoenix would be like itching to get to that game. Oh yeah, and be a part of that for sure. Well, guys, I'm proud of you. That was a great <laughs> uh, first Purple People's Court. Thank you for playing along. Fans, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Be sure to follow PHNX underscore Suns, Saul Bookman at Saul underscore Bookman, Gerald Borgay at Gerald Borgay, and Espo at Espo. And don't remember and don't forget to use that DraftKings app this week. Oh yeah. Because Tap you, that want, app. you want some you want you want yeah, exactly. You want, some of that, show. you want some of that sweet, sweet cash. Uh, hey, we got it in. Here we I go. didn't say it. Yes, we need that sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to say. We right got to get that sweet, sweet Amari Stoudemire in the ring of honor. All you have to do is put $1 on any football game and you get $200 back just like that mm-hmm. to put on any game or any bet of your choice. I wonder if we could get him to do the odds for who goes into the ring of honor next that would be and let people dope. bet on that. That would be a great Those would be tight odds. But, like, how long are we going to be waiting to get the payout for that's that definitely <laughs> Six that's, or seven that, more years. That's definitely what they call a futures bet, <laughs> yeah. for sure. So. Extended futures yes, bet. Yes, absolutely. Oh, man. Cool. All right, bye. Bye. Ahoy, hoy.